Hello, you beautiful people, and welcome to the Popcast Theory Podcast. This year has allowed us to consume even more pop culture from the comfort of our own homes. But sometimes we have to ask, what is it really all about? What are these characters' stories? How does that story influence their development? Most importantly, how does their story influence us? I'm your host, Tony Ramos, and along with my two co-hosts and best friends, Frasqui and Miko Lupan, we explore the journeys of these characters in recent, much older sources of pop culture and how they made an impact on our lives. All right. <laughs> Welcome to the Popcast Theory Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about our three favorite characters. Join with me today are my best friends, Frasqui and Miko Lukban. You know who I am, Tony Ramos. And today, we're going to be talking about our three favorite characters, ourselves. And just Whoa, let's get it. It, we're going to be talking about a specific theme. Why we're all single. <laughs> all right, so... so this, is the, this is the side B. This is not the usual podcast. It's not the usual podcast. You guys know we're what it is. <laughs> we might have, like, like, you know, a bit of advice, you know, from our experience and how we really understand things. Maybe it's influenced by... lack content. of experience. Perspectives, maybe lack of experience. And, you know, uh, just overall, uh, how we really view life at this point in time. And I guess if we could sort of work something out, uh, we could always use the sort of way that we understand characters on the usual end is we just work with a sort of synopsis, <laughs> a history of, that we have like with certain relationships. And then afterwards, we can like really jump in and like the relatability and, you know, uh, personal experiences of each person. Like go, what, how does it actually impact their relationships and their understanding of life, as you mentioned earlier. Like in terms of mentality, in terms of relationships, in terms of like not even romantic relationships, like maybe platonic relationships. How does it influence that, right? Like where, where does it stop? Where does it go forward? Where does it grow? And yeah, uh, maybe just to start, does anybody want to give us a quick rundown of their <laughs> love lives <laughs> and how it's impacted themselves look but i feel like <laughs> like you're so ready <laughs> oh my god it's like okay here's the thing tony's like saying like like he's asking us like give us the rundown about your, your relationships with us. bro let's be real here okay just for context sake me tony and frass i've all been single for a very long time. <laughs> Ross has been single the longest. Tony, this Tony is just a year ahead behind or you, you broke up a year so Wasn't ahead. Like a long, like, yeah, yeah. Because for me, minus yeah, yeah. so long no, was, high school. Yeah, yeah. Tony so we're, we're all like we're, we're, we're all about. we're all yeah, a year yeah. a year apart. Like our first and last relationship. <laughs> no, no, okay, okay, wait up. I just need to emphasize something too. No, no, because no. we're talking, you're, you're talking official, like, tele, like, you know, official relationships, like, romantic yeah, we ones. Get it. Like, we get it, we get it, Tony, like, you're a player. No, 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 Fine. I'm saying, I'm saying, like, there's a certain level of understanding because I feel like, uh, you know, especially in regards to modern love, there's like, there's less ownership involved with a lot of, rela- with a lot of how people view relationships, right? So, some people might interpret relationships as, oh, you, you've you know, been dating and with this person. Like, you, you know, you're official and everything. Or could you be dating this person unofficially? Like, oh, you're just, you know, 
there and you're just hanging out right but maybe it won't last as long something like that so you know it, it's really about like the different <laughs> perspectives but you know let's hear about your experience that, that's really it don't, don't drag us into it man it's your story <laughs> well there's not really much for me to talk about yeah <laughs> <laughs> Just, just take it in, just take it in, man. Just take it in. Dude, this is so fun. Hello, <laughs> uh, listening, comment F. Anyway. Yeah, put that in the comments. F's in the chat. No, uh, okay. Just... If, if, like, let's, if we're trying to be professional here, if we're trying to be professional here, which we will not be for this entire podcast. Um, <laughs> Segways my, jumping my, my, my first and only relationship, which happened at the end of my, towards the end of my senior year, of our senior year in high school, didn't really last that long. Like, as Tony told me to say it, I'm supposed to say it lasted three months. If you want to be technical, it was actually much shorter. But as far as I'm told to say it, according to my best friends, I should say three months because we, cause, because of reasons, which I don't want, which for the better part, we probably shouldn't get to, or else Tony will get very triggered very quickly. <laughs> hater, hater. <laughs> for, for my impact on my life, once again, like, like as, as I said, it didn't really last that long. And truthfully, I didn't really experience much. We went on, like, one date, and then I went to prom with her. That's about it. That's all it took? Um, <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, it didn't last that long. Um, so, I, you know, besides turning into a major sad boy after it ended, uh, like, there's not really... I, I wouldn't say it had, like, a major impact on my life. Or, like, it, like, kind of changed how I viewed relationships. And, you know, like, as a lot of my friends know, and, like, as you guys know... As well, I'm not exactly a very emotional person, and I'm like, you know, safe to say, I'm not very in touch with my feelings, you know. So, um, like for me, I there was a lot of things I really wasn't sure about going into it, and even after, there are still many things about love that I am very unsure of that I only observe in all the problems that my friends tell me about their relationships. So, I I I'd argue I my perspective of love was more influenced by my theology classes in Ateneo than my one relationship. Okay, Fras, why don't you give us a rundown about your experience? I thought it was going to talk about uh, what 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 lessons from theology, uh, you know. Actually, oh, okay. You want me to? Okay, looks like I have to put back the blanket on. <laughs> no, this is the this is the we're, this is the backgrounds. We're giving the backgrounds. Yeah, we're giving the backgrounds, like full backgrounds. We're man. giving the backgrounds. Okay, okay. So is it is it my turn again? Yeah, yeah. Go yes, ahead, go ahead. We'll consolidate. All right, the blanket is off. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. So, no, twenty eighteen. I'm just saying. No, 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 no. 2018 is, is its own thing, okay? <laughs> like, we, we all know how that was. That we'll get to that soon. But anyway, my first and only relationship, that one, uh, that one, that one, that one was, uh, that was something. First of all, 
when I got with this girl, she and Tony were technically mortal enemies. <laughs> so, so that was already one thing. Tony and this girl did not see each other eye to eye at all. So me getting with her was a problem. Is not even the right the right thing to say. There's so, so much yeah. more. <laughs> it, it was a dilemma. Now, okay, I got to, I got with her around the end of first year high school, and that was around like oh, two months. I'll get a sweater, but go, keep going. Okay, keep going. go lang, go lang. That was like around two months before high school, um, first year high school ended, and right as uh right as the the final days of high school of, of first year high school were about to come to a close she told me straight up that she was leaving for another school so i get into this relationship and quickly jump on long distance which which was a uh, which fucked me up pretty bad i'm not i'm not gonna lie like um if there's anything i could have to say about the relationship the relationship Lasted for a good year, you know, long distance relationship. Lasted for a good year, but it was, I, I'm, I've like, honestly speaking, I think it, that that's how it like really started messing with my mental health, because she, she'd make me feel like totally anxious, and at the same time she'd make me, she'd really put down a lot of like my self esteem. So like if if I can if I can give an example many times during our during our calls you know I'm I'm a very chill type of dude right you know I'm just the type of guy who likes vibing around on call if I'm doing work you know I'm just I'm just doing my own thing there were many times within the call she just straight up tell me you're boring and then she'd hang up right right like she she freaking tell me you're a boring person or you're just boring and then you know a few a few minutes after the call she just hang up and i didn't know how to feel at the same time you know her being um with uh, her being um in a different school than than i was at the time she do this thing of trying to like make me jealous of other guys that she was you know, in class with. So that kind of started up this whole um, feeling of jealousy that I'd be getting in the relationship. So it really, it really like, you know, messed around with, with, you know, the way I was thinking of how to, how to go with this. And then, you know, yeah, that, that, that's pretty much most of it. And she, she really made me unsure of, of myself a lot. So, you know, it at at the first half of the relationship, I was already thinking about breaking up with her because it was it was that type of chemistry where I'd be nice to her and then she she'd take advantage of my kindness and then she would just keep using me for that. And then you and I tried to break up with her, but shit went down in that first breakup and then after a good week or two we got back together. Fuck yeah boom first mistake and then yun she 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 apologized for you know for for taking advantage of my kindness said she'll be nicer and then i was like okay and i also apologized for the things that i was doing which was pretty much you know not committing to certain 
the certain plans that we had. So yon, we we apologized for for our own flaws, and then after that we we got into round two. But you know, as things went on, she went back to taking advantage of the whole kindness thing, and then towards the start of the new year, she told me that we shouldn't continue. And at that point, I was also feeling that we shouldn't continue. And then there, we broke up. For me, it was it was pretty okay. It was more like weight has been lifted. I don't know how it went for her, but for me, it felt like I was I was free from from a lot of like mental fucked upness, if I could say that. But yeah, um, after getting into that relationship, it really made me insecure about. Who like how to go for, how to you know go for other people I'm interested in. It became so bad that I already took out that whole that whole type of interaction that you know I'll meet someone new and then we'll get to know each other, um and then you know date around that you know around that time. For me, that was already out of the question. I didn't want to go through that because I was already so insecure that maybe the next girl might just straight up find me boring you know that she's she you know she wouldn't find me interesting at all which is why i ended up going further out that you know maybe it would be better to better to, to go out with your best friend because you know your best friend already has that chemistry has that history and she'd already know you inside and out you know know you for like what's good about you and know you what's about what you know what's wrong and like you you already have that security that you can you both can handle each other pretty well that's why for me that whole go for the best friend felt like the more safer but at the same time riskier type of route to go through yeah. you know a lot of, a lot of, a lot of times though like i do think about what if i try meeting some someone new but that's really you know the type of easier said than done because i'm still so insecure enough fuck yeah. what if she finds me boring and she treats me the same way that i was treated in my first relationship so there's that that's that's my one and only lasted for a year but you know wish kind of didn't but to, to end it to end it on a good note um i saw my ex two years ago and you know we we messaged each other after just because um just because we wanted to see how we both were doing and yeah we're we're both on like really good terms you know we we both gave our like final comments on what we thought about relationships so so all's good no bad blood or anything we both have realized like what you know what went wrong there and you know hoping for the best if i can say that Oh, peace and love. It's awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it for me. What about you, man? <laughs> Tony. <laughs> ah, shit. Oh, shit. Okay, okay. Going to the cruise. Oh. Going to the cruise. Goddamn. That passed, though. <laughs> uh, the, uh, no. Some real, some real <laughs> shit about to happen. Real dude. shit. Some real shit. No, okay. Um, yeah. Well, I guess on, on a tangent, nah, it, it's funny because I think for a bunch of relationship like it was sort of like a girl we we like at least i have never met and i didn't really know her so i was i was really looking forward to actually becoming her friend and then in turn you know i started yeah you know, fucking hated her because of the way he treated my best friend and then ironically on fras's case like it's somebody i really disliked and then fras dated her anyway 
And then towards the end, we became friends because of Fras. Like that kind of fucked me up. Like towards the end, I was just like, oh, we actually became like pretty good friends. <laughs> and then I was just like, like I mean, I, I hate the way you're treating my best friend. But then I I I wasn't aware because like Fras wasn't really telling us a lot of, of stuff at the time. At the time, we, we just kind of found out in hindsight. And I was just like, what the fuck? Like I was putting up with this shit. <laughs> Turns out, um, like you know, uh, she's actually treating Fras poorly. So you know, uh, there's that level. Uh. But yeah, uh, for me, I think my last serious relationship was uh, back in yeah high school as well. It lasted from around mid sophomore year until uh, the end of junior year. So it, it was like I I think for me it, yeah it's like it's an hour it's it's an hour a year and and a half like uh, it it was weird because it was it was really good <laughs> uh, like. I really had a lot of fun with it. I, I I learned a lot about myself, about you know how I care about people. If there's one thing that uh, at the time the that people knew about me and like my friends knew about me was that I was a very hundred percent kind of guy. Like if you were gonna become my friend, it's like I was gonna go all in stuff like that. Like I wouldn't half-ass it or anything. I, I do I go all in. So my first relationship, I was like fuck it, go all in. Like that that was really it. Like you know give it my all. Like you know be present and everything. Try to really learn from from where we're going and you know reciprocate those feelings right and um yeah if there's one thing that you, you need to know about uh, my ex like there was that level now she she was a very anxious person like uh i, I don't think I, I i ever met as many people as i did that had like you know anxiety and such like until i went to my high school and uh there there was that level now you know i was i was becoming more comfortable with them and i was you know trying to actually get to know them better really listening better that's why i, I honestly think that's why i even took uh psychology in the first place in, in college right like that kind of ref reflected that desire to really understand and really learn uh from other people like because of her and but what <laughs> to get into like the bad parts uh there there is that level that i i really liked being in a relationship and i really liked what we had like we were having a lot of fun it was very stable at a certain point and it was really you know we we were in love like that, that was really like the general vibe that we got and what 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 was weird was usually like in breakups or at least, you know, in usual cases, stuff like that. It's like, you know, falling out of interest. There's like a catalyst or something and then it ends, right? For for mine, it was weird because it was going strong like for a year and a half. And at that point, when you reach that that uh, half point, like it was, it was just strange because suddenly, you know, she said uh, she wanted to know who she was outside of the relationship, right? And... And then I was just like, okay, like it, it was one of those things where uh, you're just like, all right, classic sitcom drama, whatever. Like I'm just like, I'll be here when it's over, cause like it, it was like one of those things where you're just like, great, I I'm fine. Like we can work on this together. And then she's like, no, I have to figure this out on my own. We can go on like a break or something. And then I was just like, all right, like no, it, it was weird, cause I remember the conversation still. Like now I'm now I'm remembering more of it. Uh, but she was just like we can go on a break if you want to like she wanted my permission but like my say in that and that was weird for me i was like why would you ask if you didn't think you should right then that kind of fucked me up because at the time i didn't understand like I, I honestly think this was like an opportunity for me to sort of save the relationship and i didn't understand it until like you know my college years and everything was that in that moment i make fun of it but that was my opportunity to, to really save my relationship like that was really my way of saying like now that i look look back at it it was really my way of it was my opportunity to actually say wait 
let's work on this together. Like you don't, we don't have to get on this break and everything. But at the time I was like, you know, ultimatums and everything and, you know, the extremes. And I was just, I, I really said, you can't, you can't just bring this up, right? Like I had every right to be angry, but I not, I wasn't even angry. Like I, I had every right to, I guess, to be indifferent to like to the entire situation that I was just like, uh, you know, if you're really thinking this way, then, then do it. Like, I'll give you the time that you need and, you know, I, I, maybe I'll be here like when, when it's all over. And yeah, uh, I, I think that was the weird part, right? Like it, it was, it was a really, well, at least from my perspective and from what I really know, like it was really a strong relationship and we really liked what we had going. And then during that, that break where she had to work on herself and, you know, work on those anxieties and everything where I helped her work through it as well. Eventually, she started dating someone else. Like maybe like a few months later, she started dating someone else. And then at that point, I was like, okay, like that break wasn't for us. That was for, I mean, I know it, it was for you, but it, it was for you and then someone else. But like that, that was really it. Like it, it wasn't about us anymore at that, at that point. And that's what kind of fucked me up. Like if that's not what a loving relationship is then what is a loving relationship and for me that that was really it like what what is a romantic relationship what what is that that level that you can actually trust someone with with your being right like there was that there was a thing that i, I was just so confused because i i don't know where i went wrong like it, it was a very big question because uh you know, it, it takes two to make that decision. It takes two to really, you know, commit to, to that, you know, to, to breaking up and everything. And for me, it was weird because I didn't feel like I had any sort of stake, uh, had any sort of say in it. Like it just happened. And I was happy for like one second or at least for a year and a half. And then suddenly it's gone. Like, uh, yeah. And that kind of fucked me up. Like, uh, my, my friends know this. <laughs> and that, that kind of reflected my view on relationships as a whole later on. Like, I, I suddenly, you know, started questioning the integrity of like that that ownership that kind of comes with romantic relationships and that that black and white nature of you know uh, we're together that's it like it's just us right and for me I was like okay um, because me most probably because it didn't work for me and I'm still confused as to why it didn't right and there are probably like more layers like obviously I'm not gonna get into it more but. Generally, like if you take like a third person perspective view of the relationship, that's really what I was seeing, right? And at that point, like the, the older I got, especially like in my senior year and then my college years, it was really, I really wasn't looking for a relationship anymore. I think at, at a certain point, I was just trying to relate to my friends when I would say, it's like, oh man, it sucks being single and everything. But I was having an amazing time. Like that was the, <laughs> that was the, the, the major difference. Like I, 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 I was slowly becoming more and more like indifferent towards the idea of a romantic relationship and that's not necessarily a bad thing as a lot of you know some people have told me and everything but i don't know it, it's weird because i think back in my junior year and uh, miko knows this we were in the org room somebody asked me if uh like because he, he just got in the relationship that's why he was like on a love high but then he asked like everyone in the org room like have you ever been in love and for me, like everyone was like, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, they, they, they would think for a bit and be like, yeah, yeah. And then for me, I was like, I don't know. And my friend, in a moment of like, I don't know, uh, pure honesty, I would call it, and like genuity, like he just looked at me and said, that's kind of sad. 
And then I was just like, all right, like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, like, thanks, bro. Like, thanks, bro. Like, God, get off my back. No, but the, the more I think about it, yeah, like, that, that is kind of fucked up. Like, I, I think the undertone of that was just who hurt you, right? To that extent that you don't, you, you can't identify with love anymore. And then I was just like, I don't know. Like, I, I'm, I, I can't say it was all bad because, like, there were so many great things. And, but, but I think that last bit, like, really messed me up in, in that way, right? Like, I wouldn't say, like, messed me up, like, oh, like, I'm anxious and whatever. Uh, but yeah, like, it, it did leave a hole. And I don't think I've, I've ever found a reason to fill it up yet. So, <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's my <laughs> story. Uh, yeah, I, I guess what we can do now. Wow, okay. Sorry. Deep in, dude. We got deep in. <laughs> <laughs> So sorry, if mine was kind of. We're, 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 we're going. We're going for the throat, bro. Yeah, sorry, if mine was kind of long. I feel like uh, I haven't been able to talk about it in a while. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, like you, like to, to like kind of bounce off on like everyone's like like what what you guys have like really talked about is like you like Tony especially you you've talked about like parang how it has met <clears throat> I wouldn't say shape but very much influenced. Uh, your view of love and relationships in general. Yeah. And brass naman, like, you, there, there was that whole thing where you thought that it shaped your view on, parang, you know, trying to go for someone I don't know that's, like, so, that's, that's kind of scary. Like, I should go for, like, my best friends. Yeah. It's like, you know, there's an established relationship and whatever. I mean, you all know how well that worked out for you, but, you know, like, it's it's very much some something that's influenced <laughs> how you pursued moving forward. And I guess like you know, I I didn't really talk too much about my relationship. And like I mean, like I guess I have to like double back and like it it did have an effect, but it's not it wasn't something that kind of like shaped like my view of relationship. It was it became more of something that just reinforced my prior opinions of a relationship yeah yeah like you like this is gonna sound so weird but like you before i couldn't really understand why people got into relationships like i didn't like as i as i've already mentioned like i'm i'm very emotionally detached so like people having this want to be in a relationship i couldn't understand it and even when i had friends who were in relationships and spoke about their problems and spoke about the great things about it i just i couldn't grasp it in a way yeah and when i did eventually get into relationship and as uh these fellows here gave me i went from a title of being heartless asshole to a heart to just heart and look what it got me fuck you tony (laughs) (laughs) It's like he always finds a way to bring it back. <laughs> but but in, like for me, like I I had that relationship, and all it did for me was just reinforce of what's the point of getting into relationship? Because in the end, all that happened was I got hurt. Yeah. And I the relationship was three months, and I had like a three months plus of sad boy life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah. So like, 
and I think that's something that stuck with me, like of my personal view of relationships. It's just very much. I wouldn't say it's that I misunderstand. It's more of I just don't see it as a necessity. I don't see it not not as a necessity because relationships, romantic relationships, aren't necessary. Relationships in general, those are necessary because if uh, no man is an island, you can't you can't live your life if you live it alone. Yeah. Um. But in in terms of romantic relationships specifically, for me, it's always been. It it's always felt something so abstract because I've never been able to grasp it for myself, and you know, like I think that's why we have so many jokes about you know, no, like commitment sucks or, you <laughs> uh, like I can't do commitment or stuff like that, and it's, and it's and it's and it's for me, it's really, it's not that I think commitment is bad, it's just. The idea of committing yourself to a person and or leaving yourself vulnerable and like they talked about this in my in my uh, theo in my theology class or you um you know you never really know someone until you like come into an encounter being uh, vulnerable not disarmed in a way yeah but it's. And while I super appreciate that lesson, and I think that super applies to like you making making really good friendships with people in a romantic context, so like for me, it just feels like why would you do that when it's just like there's so much more to lose. Not to lose, but there's so more harm that could happen than benefit that I could. I can see that that's probably something that comes from my lack of experience and my immaturity regarding it. Yeah. And you know, like, what, what do you guys think about that whole vulnerability and you know, relationships, oh, vulnerability in relationships yeah. and that whole, you know, what good does it bring to your life? What harm does it bring to your life and how yeah. that balance, not the man balances out, but you know, influences each other. Yeah. I, I just, uh, Sorry, like I really before this gets off my head. Uh, when when Ban brought that up, uh, I really thought about it more as well. Like because I, I kind of I'm coming from the same place, but at the same time, like I, I really you know I'm confused with its value. Like that's really something I've come to question with more. Like I I, I think I reflect more of Frasis, you know, in a way that I don't even look for romantic relationships in my best friends. I look for best friends. Like that's my that's my thing. It's because really great, you know, relationships and you know with people and everything. As as Miko mentioned, there's like that level of really relating with people and being vulnerable with people. It puts into question what is actually the value of romantic relationships. But then again, I, I was suddenly reminded that like w- when you take into consideration its impact, its relative impact, right? Uh, you're saying why do it when the risk is so great? But then the question kind of goes back. Why is it great in the first place? Why do we give value to its loss? That means it's important in some way, right? Like there's that level of understanding that we say that we're afraid to get in relationships because it's a level of commitment that you can lose yourself in, right? And then the impact that comes afterward is, you know, is is atrocious as as we've all, uh, as we've all felt that there's like that level of fallout that just messes with you and, you know, mentally, emotionally, everything. But and this is me really playing devil's advocate because at the same time, I'm kind of coming from the same place as Miko. Um, 
it, it, it's, it puts into question, why even does it have that level of value? Could it be that it's because it, it has the potential to be something amazing, right? And there's like, there's, there's really that level. Because for me, I, I've been talking, especially with, with a lot of my friends in relationships recently, uh, like my, my close uh, friends, like I would just tell them, like I, I would have this conversation. I, I just ask them, so what's the point? Like if you reach this point where you can have like very intimate and very, you know, level-headed conversations with your, with your with your best friends and everything. What's the point of having romantic relationships? And then some of them would argue that you can't be intimate with, with you know, some people to that degree. And then I was just like, okay, maybe I'm not like that with you, but I am with some other people. And then they're just like, you know, it's not the same. And then for me, that's not an answer. <laughs> um, but then there's, there's still that level that I, I still can't identify and they still can't identify, but there's that level of value that comes with a romantic partner that just makes you value the relationship and the person actually more like and, and yourself like it, it becomes like this, this not symbiotic but this it, a relationship it becomes this romantic relationship where uh two people are able to grow together right like they're they, they're able to become better together because you're able to let your guard down and everything you that risk of like of fallout and you know falling apart and everything is obviously uh a part of it but maybe just maybe there's like that potential of actually you know bouncing back right and the more i think about it <laughs> yeah Deva, like there, there's like i'm not changing my mind like right now over everything but really playing devil's advocate you kind of see the side the other side and maybe that's why it's so important as well but yeah like but what do you think fras like from from what we've said so far okay um okay just to put that out there uh I'm not like a lot is going on in my mind right now. Like you know, there's a lot of points that I want to bring up because of like what you guys have said and for what I've collected from like you know witnessing things happen from you know for, from the like, years that you know of of trying to pursue and hearing from like friends come in and out of relationships and hearing hearing advice and all that. So I don't so I'm just saying I'm just apologizing if ever I feel like you know where I'm coming from is, is scattered but you know i'll try to to, to get to my point man. but in terms of that whole thing about about being vulnerable and like how do you like like the risk of allowing yourself to to be that way with a certain person and like knowing like is like are you ready for that type of vulnerability to happen like i totally agree with tony um like i i, I know i've said like before and uh i've gone for best friend i've gone for best friends but as you know going into like where we are now it's more like what i want when i'm looking for a partner it would be great if that partner does become a best friend or if that person is like a best you know already in the form of a best friend to me right because that that person already feels so so secure in your life and that that person is somebody that You'd wanna wait like you'd wanna waste all your the person that you'd wanna spend your wasted time on there. Right? Because like in, 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 in terms of of looking for a relationship, the way I've I've been looking at, at it now is that yeah, you can be totally intimate with anybody, platonically or romantically. It's just that some people have levels where you allow this intimacy to go you know with with you know hang out with your friends you allow these people to 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 know about to know you and 
and to to experience you in like these intimate situations well as for other people you know some are high some are low but you know with with that one person that you want to like be 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 totally intimate with that's that's something that like you know that comes in time talaga you know that's something that you gotta allow yourself to to see if it's worth taking that risk on am i still am i still getting you guys or am, am i yeah, yeah. you are you are don't you're, worry you're, you are yeah that's okay <laughs> i'm just okay. i'm trying to think that's why my face is like this <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah it's, 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 a, it's a total huge topic but yeah the way, the way i've been thinking about it it's just that you know like allowing yourself to 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 interact with so many people and then later on realize that there's this one person you feel totally safe with that one person that you feel like oh i have nothing else to do i'm thinking about this person though and this person's like you know like my wasted time talaga i don't know if that sounds like the right thing to say but but you know i'm trying to make it sound as positive as as you know i'm trying to like say it like you know like i have so much time right now and you know i don't feel like talking to this person that person but like this person where i want to like stay in silence this is like who i want to be with and i feel like the moment you you find that certain person oh no and and you feel like that that feeling of like wasting your your time on that person can feel the same with that person to you It's, the wording sounds like proper enough i i feel like that's something that you can actually take time to think na is this worth the risk because it it just gets you know it feels comfortable and it feels like yeah i'm like i'm i'm using so much time on this person and feels like i can go on and on about like being my boring self and being my my lively self that it's just going to make things It's gonna make things, you know, exciting for for what's to come in the future. Um, I think one thing that I really thought about back then was was Michael. Um, he, you know, when I when I was um, pursuing a person, Michael asked me that this question: uh, How's how's this person gonna change your life? How's this person gonna change your life? If you guys if you guys are good as friends now, how's this person gonna change your life? When you guys get into a relationship, and I pondered on that question so much, and then you know when I got back to Michael, he he continued by asking, like, um, what's gonna change with the dynamic? What is what's gonna what's gonna be different if you guys get into a relationship? He kept asking me that, and I kept thinking. I was like, you know, trying to trying to look for for the right words to say before I could actually tell him, and I think. You know, with with my situation, you know, and in terms of like who I was pursuing, I was pursuing someone that I was already good friends with. I straight, I, I ended up telling Michael that if I were to get into a relationship with this with this certain person, nothing would really change, because most people when when they go for somebody that they're interested in. Their life's already changing. They're already having different routines as they're going on, right? Yeah. Things are things are like, oh, now we're going out. We're watching movies now. Um, she's inviting me to her house. Things are changing. Things are changing. 
but since you and with my situation being going with friends first my life's already changing because like i'm just looking at it from a platonic um point of view i'm like oh we're going we're hanging out in movies now we're hang, i'm hanging out at her bricada um we're 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 talking more often and yeah it 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 that that's just on a platonic level and when you see how things would want to go romantically you're just like i've lived i've i've been living this lifestyle with this person for years already and i i like how it's going and i feel like that's something that i can keep going with you know like as as time keeps moving forward because yun as since i've gotten used to this lifestyle and i know this person so well i know that things don't get boring because i bring up stuff that she'd be interested in she brings up stuff that i'd be interested in and that banter keeps on going and going um and it just doesn't get boring so it it it, it starts clicking into that romantic sense that would i want to spend my life with this person and i'm already thinking those things that i brought up earlier like when i'm quiet or when i want to be alone i don't want to waste my time being alone with this person because she makes it she doesn't make me feel lonely like she allows me to like be alone but she doesn't make me feel lonely she allows me to feel comfortable in the state of being sad and like and she makes me feel comfort- comfortable in the feelings where i don't feel like i want to open up maybe things won't change because we've already gone through this these you know established changes through our friendship and i feel like if it were to become a relationship it would feel so healthy for me to go through it with that person so that's that's where i'm coming from if that makes any sense at all yeah like those those are really good points like i think there's that there's that really important level of of friendship even like in that makes relationships work right so it, there's like that level it's it's not even security eh? it's that level of comfort with a person that you already have diba right? na when you enter one like it's not uh it's not it's not new right? you don't have to test the waters you don't know like there there are there are less limitations right like if anything it enhances the relationship you have with the person which is kind of what we were already talking about earlier right that that's really i think what you were going for and yeah that was more of like the specific part but i i think just the sort of question michael's part in regards to how a relationship would change stuff right in general like i don't know maybe it's because i i learned so much also from theology stuff but uh <laughs> like there there's that certain degree of do we have to give it that sort of value like i mean i i get where michael's coming from obviously though like mm-hmm. there's still that level of i i want the best for you like this is coming from an you know another yeah. best friend like you know uh, i want the best for you like is this really going to improve your situation and everything but there's that certain level now does it have to improve a situation what if i just wanted you know get to relationship exactly. with this person like there's that there's that certain degree now uh a lot of people understand that that uh, how i understand it is like romantic relationships sort of enhance your friendship right like it, it it's like leveling up <laughs> from from like that relationship that you're in like you just kind of make that that take that next step and you you become more intimate like that that's my question like that that I have for a lot of people is how is it different right and people are like you know you you know pet names and you know getting to say the word love openly all the time and you know meaning it to that degree and then i was just like oh, okay that's some cute shit but 
Alright, they're killing me. It's like these are very specific examples that that you know we've experienced to a certain degree, and you're just trying to to think about it. But it's like I think another way that, that going back to like theology and like love, but it, it's it doesn't romantic relationships, especially if you've experienced them, they don't devalue your current relationships, right? Like they don't devalue them. If anything. It enhances well, albeit one because you're committing to one person. It enhances one relationship, but but yun lang na. Like, what, what do you guys think about that? Like, I, I guess we've we've explored a lot about relationships as a whole, but like, why is it important to actually have like that best best friend sort of thing? But what I really wanted to talk about, I guess, and and going back to my point, is if you're not devaluing right, like other relationships and everything. Where does commitment come in? Like, why do you have to commit to that degree? This isn't like a trash, na, you know, get with whoever you want or something, like open relationships or whatever. That's completely cool too. But that puts into question, why are we so, like as a society, I would guess, and like, you know, friend groups and everything, why are we so obsessed with that level of ownership with a human being? Like, why are we obsessed with that level of saying that? They're commit. I'm committed to them. They're committed to me. That's it, right? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people say, no, it's not that. Like you know, obviously, there's there. You know, I have my friends also, and whatever. But that's not the point. But like when when you're in a committed relationship, you're committing to each other. There's like that yeah. sense of ownership and everything. So that, that's really the question, and that's that's what I've been coming to terms with because, uh, I I you know I've I've I'm self-proclaimed a guy with I I've self-proclaimed myself as a guy with commitment issues. But at the same time, I don't understand it wholly in a sense that why is it bad to question commitment to that degree? Mm-hmm. And I yeah. just wanted to hear your yeah your, your thoughts about it. Like Lukban, like what, what what did you what did you think about commitment as a whole? Yeah, I mean, you guys, like, yeah, that's actually a very interesting way to view. Uh, like commitment and stuff, and I think like when when Frost was like talking about like his thing about like oh this is the person you want to set you 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 waste your time with or something something <laughs> yeah. along yeah spend your time something along yeah spend your time yeah and like your point of like you a lot of the answers that your friend when you ask your friends it's. And, <laughs> I, I can't think of a better word, but it's very superficial. Like it's you, yeah, you get to say love and whatever. Exactly. And I guess like, and you know, if we want to talk about like commitment as a as on its own, huh? commitment on its own, like there there is a definition for commitment on its own, and like you know, there there's like very you know, concrete things when you talk when you say I commit myself to X. In terms of romantic relationships, and I don't think Tony's gonna like my, this answer at all. But then, once again, like going back to my immaturity and lack of understanding, I do am someone who proclaims himself with commitment issues. <laughs> Probably not for the same reasons as Tony proclaims himself, but I do proclaim myself as someone being with commitment issues. But I think you know if if you start to like if you look at like. The fact that people usually only give you superficial answers. Um, the fact that 
there there are things that we straight up don't understand when we look at other people in there. It's like, why is it so important for you to commit to one person? Why is it? Why do we value the commitment to to another person at that as Ra, as Fras puts it at the different level of intimacy, which I I think I agree with to a certain extent that yeah I think to a point you're only willing to do that to be at that level with certain people depending on who you are of course yeah. no judgment to people that are you know, open relationships and whatever to to each his own really but essentially my response to your question is is I don't know because <laughs> I don't really know what commitment on that level feels like for me. And I think like this is where like the, the whole conversation is going to get a bit more subjective because my general opinion is you'll know it when you feel it. Like, and that's such, that's such an abstract, incredibly inco- incredibly not concrete yeah. like way to put it. But it's thing like with what you just said, Frank. The more I think about it, and even then, it's what people say to each his own. Like when it comes to this thing, it's really to each his own. Yeah. And yeah, I and being in this position that I am, I am single as fuck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I like I don't. I think when other people talk about you know, their commitments and whatever. They can talk about their commitments like that, and they value their commitment so much because they themselves put that value, or not the one they themselves. I mean, of course, there's like societal influence and how they were raised, blah blah, blah and all that stuff. But at like at its core, it is how they perceive what their commitment for their relation for for a relationship should be, and I feel like that's just how. It comes out to them. So in short, it's commitment is what they make of it, yeah. of what you make of it. And if you like, for me, I don't understand some people's commitment. I mean, we have some friends who become really committed really quickly, uh, but that's them. I I can't understand how that happens to them. Yeah. Maybe because, of course, I can't see the logic in it. It seems fairly irrational to me. But maybe it's like that for me because I've not had the chance to feel a commitment at that level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, dude, I'm, I'm not mad at it. <laughs> I, I, think, I think the more you get it... No, yeah, the more you get in the conversation, it's a rational explanation because... Like, yeah, I, I think what we've gotten so far, right? Like, it, for like even from our different perspectives on romantic relationships, even though we have difficulties, like, like we, we ha- we're having the same difficulties and some of our views, like, are actually, you know, joined at some points. Like, there is that degree that it is, it is what it is. It's up to you, right? Like, yeah, you get to define what it is. And I, I think that's the challenge, like, for, <laughs> for us. <laughs> like, actually yeah. being able to, and everyone, like, who... who who is having relationship problems, who isn't in a relationship, who isn't even having relationship problems, like anyone, like you have to ask that question, like what is act, what is commitment and what is commitment for me? Like what, what what value do I give it and how does it influence how I live? Because 
like going back to our friends, right? Even though we're not talking about them directly, there is that level that if they give it out as often as they do, and then you know they they break up and they get back in a relationship and they get back together, that like their their perspective on commitment might be more loose, right? Like compared to us, like or at least me, who might be more rigid, right? Now, oh, okay, if I commit, I have to, you know, really you know be prepared for it and everything. And like that's why I don't commit like one hundred percent to a lot of things, but. For them, it might be a lot easier because they're just like, oh, okay, like this is, you know, I just have to put this amount of time, this amount of effort, X, X amount of effort, X amount of time, like stuff like that, right? Like, it really depends. Like, I, I, I don't hate it. <laughs> I know it's not a coherent answer in any form. Yulidi mentioned that, but at the same time, I, it's difficult to hate because at the end of the day, the question is very subjective. Like, it ultimately, if you can't do it, it's because you haven't defined it, not because you have like this imaginary problem in front of you. It's because you haven't actually sat down with yourself and identified what it is for you. If I may say though, like, I, like I I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about it more and more and more about like commit commitment and maybe like where I'm coming from, it might not really hit that whole romantic point of commitment. But like, I'm just thinking of the word commitment and like, I'm thinking of like, why do you commit? Why do you commit? Why would you commit to this? So going on to like, why commit to a relationship? The way I'm thinking about it, like if I were to, if I were in a relationship right now, if I were to like ask myself, like, you know, heaven H to H, why am I committing to this relationship with said person? Like, you know, you, you get, you get, it's it, it, the way I'm seeing it, it comes from a selfish place, which I can't, which we can't really get mad at because relationship is just those two people sharing their feelings and sharing their lives with one another. And, you know, totally understandable that it comes from a, come up, comes from a selfish place. Right? You know, you just want to spend your time with that person. You want to do this with that person and you want to, you know, have this with that person. And most of the time people would, like in the way I'm, I'm seeing it now, you commit because I love it and it makes me happy. And if it makes you happy, who are you to get mad that someone's committing to this? Like, you know, going out of that romantic sense, why am I committing to film? I'm passionate about it. I love it. It makes me happy. Why do I commit to my family even though they get on my nerves a lot? Because, you know, I still love them. They're worth it. They make me happy also. So going into that sense of like relationship, if I were to like be with this girl, sure, maybe whoever the fuck she is may get on my nerves. She may, she might make me feel like a little bitch, maybe. Who knows who she is? But you know, at the same time, at the end of the day, like I accept her for who she is. I know exactly what it is that makes her tick, and she knows what makes me tick. But at the same time, we know what gets the ticking to stop. And when you get that. You know, when you get that, you know, working so well, you're just like, damn, it's worth it. I'm happy with this type of lifestyle. I love it. It makes me happy. But I feel like in terms of where I'm coming from, like what what commitment is to me, it's that. It's that selfish thought that you really can't get mad at. And the only time that maybe external, you know, people on the external side can actually say something about it is if it just doesn't look healthy. That's when you can have a say in it. Like, oh, shit, dude, you're, you look like this now. It's making you like that. But, you know, 
That's when that's when you can see it. But like if it's like it's it's like that post that some people see on Facebook. Like if you see something that's making you happy, that's not like you know for other people, but it's not hurting them. You know, you don't really have to do anything about it because it's not concerning you. That's really just their own thing going on, and you know you don't really have to touch it because like if you touch it, that's just you adding yourself to. To start a problem, the right? yeah. That 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 that's me going into some 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 something else, the right? But like just going back to commitment, it's just really that selfish feeling of what you have to yourself, and you know that that one person in your life. So so there, that's that's where I'm coming from. Now that makes sense. Yeah. Cool. Are we to judge what makes a person happy, right? Like that's really yeah. It. And I think like the. Like the more you ask, or at least in my case, asking friends and everything, like it, it just kind of proves that maybe I'm asking, you know, what does make me, what does make me happy, right? And it's just when you ask that question of other people, like why do you even commit and everything, it's just in my case, it's me just trying to get a semblance of what it actually is that makes them happy. That's why they bring out the cute shit and like the random shit and like mm-hmm. the stereotypical vague shit in relationships. That's probably why, because that's those are the parts that you know, that that highlight the relationship, right? Like maybe it's maybe it's that. So, yeah, I I really do understand that. <laughs> After this, no, we're all in relationships. Shit. Minutes ago, I'm just like, man, if we ever put this out, whoever's listening to the podcast, yeah, I'd like to listen to advice from like three of the most single dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, like I was like, I was thinking about, it. I was like. Ah, yeah, dude, it's it's what really that, this yeah. is really just it's an this open... is this is three this is three single dudes talking about love. Yeah, yeah but yeah. like you know, like just just going to, to the side now. The who, <laughs> who's who's to judge about like you know single people speaking for love? I don't know when you're when you're outside of love and you have your time to think about yourself and what you want. You kind of have a little bit more of that form of wisdom than other people have, right? Yeah, you can say that. It's an external yeah. wisdom, eh? like you're. There's still you're, that level. You're, of, uh, you're 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 looking outside of the situation instead of living in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's pretty good. Huh. Yeah, and I think with that, does anyone want to add like a bit of thoughts? Any? No, like I think just the just the end. Go ahead, you know? man. Let's let's go back to. The prompt that started this whole idea. Why are you single? <laughs> <laughs> and like, and the, the comment down below. Like it's, <laughs> Go ahead. Comment down below. <laughs> Why are you single? Why are you single? But for for me at least, and I think this this conversation actually like helped me better uh, ideate. No, that's not the right word. Understand. Uh, like, <laughs> Go ahead. Better understand. No. They better understand and like have a better way to phrase like why I myself you myself single why I'm single period uh, and like I think for me it really comes down to like going back to the whole thing about vulnerability and this feel that uh, our discussion regarding a feeling that you'll know when you have it. yeah <laughs> like in the first place. I have two major problems personally. And this is why I say I have commitment issues. One, I am terrible with sharing. 
all my friends know this. I'm I'm not exactly the most open book in the world. Yeah. And secondly, I am not exactly someone who's very in touch or very understanding of my own feelings. And for me, like with with everything that we've talked about the about relationships and how you know commitment and really feeling something with someone. Of course, not we're not talking about the physical feelings, you know, <laughs> but uh, but the the fact that I myself am having such a hard time to reach out to people, the fact that I also have a hard time even understanding my own emotions. To me, that's why I personally stay away from commitment because. Who am I to want to try to meet someone at that point of vulnerability and of as we've as our discussions gone of commitment when I myself cannot even have that kind of emotional connection slash commitment with my own self and that's something that I feel like I need to work on before I take that step which might as well be a leap uh, towards. Uh, a romantic relationship. Yes. Damn. So, Fras, why are you <laughs> still single? <laughs> oh my god. Oh, okay. Tony, why are you still single? <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, don't worry, don't worry. I, I can pick it up. Uh, that's, that's a really good question. I, I think... Uh, I think my my notion, like, really, of romantic relationship has really become, like, this part. Like, the, the, there's, like, <laughs> there's, like, that level where it's just, it puts a big question mark on how I really view romantic relationships as a whole. This really helped. Like, I really do think talking about commitment as a whole, like, seriously, instead of, like, joking about it and stuff, uh, and really considering, like, it, maybe it's just uh, two people wanting to make each other happy, right? Like, it's as simple as that. Like, if you find someone who makes you happy, and you want to take the next step ask them about it if you if you're you know if you both say yes why don't you do something about it right like there's that there's that whole degree now i've actually discussed this with a few friends before and i think you guys are there uh there's like that level that this isn't high school where you have to like oh you have to like have that feeling and whatever it's as simple as asking someone you care about hey we work as really good friends you want to take that next step if they say no you stay friends it'll be awkward for a little bit but at least you tried (laughs) like there's that there's that level that if you can if you can take that risk no i mean (laughs) it's true it's true it's true it's true it's true true. i I thought fast is that's what i did it's true i can confirm it yeah like i was thinking about it like there's that like there's that certain level where it doesn't have to be as complex as as a lot of people make it right like obviously there are more things that i have to understand about myself and maybe to some degree that's how i empathize with with miko now i myself am confused with what i want like there's still a certain degree i do want to help people i do want to understand people on that level and there's that fear like i i'm not sure if i'm going to put this right but there's that fear that if i'm in a relationship and I, you know, I, I go in the, the way I, I, I do usually do with my other relationships in a sense that I, I you know, I really want to build on it and give it a hundred percent of my all. Like there's that, there's that fear that I won't be present for my friends, but that's such an unfounded fear. Like most of my relationships with my friends are low maintenance already. 
I'm pretty sure that that's reflective of you know what happened in high school. But there's that level that kind of comes out that I already do have like these low maintenance relationships. So what's really stopping me at this point? And it's something that I need to figure out. But at the same time, I, I do think I do have a clear picture of, of what I want and what I can do about it. Right? Like I don't know. I, I honestly feel better. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. You know, get out of this call and not become single. Uh, but <laughs> there's, there's that level that I'm a lot more comfortable with the notion of commitment. I would say, like it doesn't. There's a there's a running joke, by the way. Like uh, you guys don't know. I mean, uh, the homies know about this, but uh, the the listeners don't know about this. Uh, we have we have a running joke where somebody says commitment, and then I just like shudder, like on on mic, like they're like like commitment, it's like oh, and then like Frass is like, why'd you say that? Tony's afraid of the word. Like that that's the that's the joke that we had running. But I, I think now I'm ready to face my fears, you know, and and <laughs> really come to terms with that with that scary ass word. But anyway, Frass <laughs> like. What are your thoughts? Why are you Well, the similar Why answer you? is the pandemic. Duh. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, man, don't take the uh, easy route. Don't take the easy route. Being legit, though, besides saying it's the pandemic, I chose to be single. We all, we've all chose to fucking be single, okay? But, <laughs> you know, to... to yeah. Um, for, for the first part, I... I have to say that um, with the things that haven't happened in the past, I guess parts of reason why I was, you know, I'm single is that when I did pursue a person, I already had a gut feeling. It's not reciprocating. It's not going to happen. But, you know, mind over, like, you know, heart over mind or whatever, like it's telling you, no, you can do it. You can make. The, you can make their mind change, you know, stubborn, you know, just push for it, even though you're already feeling it now, it's not reciprocating, it's not reciprocating. So I end up like putting myself in this, you know, this spiral or the loop of like, you know, getting getting into that position where ah, uh, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna turn me down. And like, you know, I already saw it coming, making me look, you know, make me look like a fool, <laughs> as, as you can say. But but other than that, though, like even um, cause like yeah, even till now, there's still there. I still have those moments where I already have that that gut feeling that the feeling's not reciprocating, but I'd still push for it. Um, but you know, I'm I'm trying to trying to get past that, and you know, having having that self awareness now and looking looking at how I view myself today, I. I can honestly say I'm happy though that I did not get into a relationship, you know, after after the first one. You know, like if you got to be 2017, shit. If you got to be 2018, shit. If you got to be 2019, forward, 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 shit. And I'm not saying that like I'm a bad person and shit to get with me. It's just that I felt like like looking at myself now and having having good time to review who I am as a person and what I want in life and looking back at you know who you know at who I was, I was not in any prepared state of like you know getting into a relationship. Yeah. Like whether or not like I was gonna pursue one, you know I wasn't ready emotionally. I had stuff going on mentally. I had stuff going on, and you know things happening in life. You know just just like you know just freaking got thrown in my face so quick. So looking back at it, I'm really glad that I didn't get into one and that I just learned from a lot of the things that happened because, you know, 
it helped me grow to be the person that I am now and have this awareness of you know what not to do what to do what do I still need to improve on myself and what goals do I want to to what goals do I want once I get into you know what goals do I want done already once I get there because I want that person whoever I'm with to like you know have when I do get into a relationship I'd want you know to feel this security within myself you know emotionally and mentally and I want to feel like like you know the things that that feel like I can I can get through on my own are already done and when that you know when I'm when I step into that relationship I'm prepared you know I'm prepared that's why I'm saying like you know I'm, I'm glad that I didn't get into one in the past years because I wasn't prepared personally. But now that I'm, you know, now that I've had a lot of self-reflection, I feel like, okay, I'm ready for it. I still choose not to be in a relationship at the moment because, you know, I want to, I still have stuff that I want to fix up. But more or less emotionally and mentally, I'm ready for it. But like, you know, just give me time first to like, fix up the rest and then you know, when when I feel like okay it's time to go on that journey I'll go on that journey and try to try not to do the same mistakes that I did before yeah yeah, yeah. not Where? that no. <laughs> that was really good um <laughs> But yeah, uh, I think that's an amazing way to really end it. Uh, just really asking ourselves, why are we single? And I think at the end of the day, it's just a matter of choice. Like, you know, obviously it has to be reciprocated. There has to be another person. But there's like that level of, you know, willingness that comes really with it. Like, are you actually prepared? Do you, is it something that you want? I think Fras and I and, you know, even Miko, like have expressed that even if it's like, we joke about it being inaccessible, but there's that undertone that, it's not something that we're looking for and it's not something that we actually want now, right? And with that note, like, you know, why are you single? <laughs> Leave a comment down comment below. Down below. <laughs> Come or send us a voice recording also. If you, if you have any interest in helping us out, feel free to DM us. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's Tony Rawas, Miko Lukban, and Fraskwee signing off from the Popcast Theory Podcast. Today, we talked about ourselves. <laughs> Today, we talked about ourselves, the our own personas and characters, and in respect to our love lives only. You know, there's a lot of layers, but we're talking about that storyline. So yeah, thank you so much, and that's all we have for today. Oh, hey, you're still here. Thanks for listening in. This podcast is really a way for us to share our ideas and we have a lot of fun with it. We hope you did too. Feel free to comment your favorite part, any insights you've had while listening in, or maybe even a character for us to review. You never know, your suggestion might be the next one. But that's it for this episode. See you in the next one.